Welcome to Toys to Titles Down Under Dynasty with your host Ben Duvin at Life from the Ben and with me as usual, my co-host Matt Hatton at FFDoor Matt. How are you today, Matt? Mate, I'm doing wonderfully well. It's uh, Saturday night. Down here, down under, um, live drafts going on, rookie drafts wrapping up, OLP drafts, got two of them somehow going, one startup, one one rookie just wrapping up um, with our friends from the uh, the Aussie guys. Uh, yeah, I'm having a blast, mate. How are you? Yeah. Uh, same, just going through my drafts, knocking them out, still a few more to come, but really enjoying them. Trying to resist the urge for one more startup, but who knows? No, no more startups. No more startups. Startups are over. That's, that's done and dusted. Famous last two. words. Mate, we're not even halfway through this one. The straight Sneaking the best ball. I didn't enjoy best ball. One best ball, didn't really enjoy it. That was a weird best ball, that one. It was good, but just yeah. weird, weird format. We probably should have started with a more traditional best ball. Yeah, then, yeah then maybe it would be more our jam. One of one of John Bosch's legs, where it was every bid was a blind auction bid, right, or a, or a wafer bid for for players every day, and it was molly copies, and and it was all, all sort. It was good, good to do something different, but just um, not wasn't our jam, as Penny said. So yeah, here we are, and here we are. Uh, went out to dinner tonight, Atlas Dining, down in South Yarra in Melbourne on Commercial Road. And it was the, the food. The food was good, delicious. It was an Italian tasting menu. There just there wasn't quite enough of it. They needed a bit more. Just just before you come on air, you were smashing out a couple of cheeseburgers, weren't you? No, no some cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers, some chips, onion rings, just just to fill oh. yourself up because you're still hungry. A little bit, a little bit peckish, but that was it, it. Was a great meal though. It was the the food itself was faultless. Uh, so today we are doing. We're going to compile together, debate back and forth between ourselves to put together the consensus down under Dynasty running back rankings, putting together these rankings without our, you know, buddy Mark Bull. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we're still going to say they're consensus rankings. Sorry, Bull. <laughs> Bull uh, doesn't get a vote. You've got, you got to be here to vote, Bull. Come on. got to be here to vote, Bull. Um <laughs> So look, let's kick off straight away. Um, who is your RB one? Who, who who should be our consensus RB one? It's got to be uh, CMC, surely, right? Now, look, obviously, it's uh, it's Jonathan Taylor by by fair distance. That's no surprise. That's chalk everywhere. Short stop, Brit Hall. <laughs> Wait, maybe hey, next man. year. Hey, maybe he's, next year. He's, he's two years younger. <laughs> three, three years yeah. younger. Three years. Is it? It's yeah, 20 yeah. and nine months. JT is 23. This is 23.3 months. Hall's 20. Jordan Taylor's 23. Hall's so. probably not even the RB2. But um, look, we're, we're going to say Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Yeah, look, John, John Taylor. And we're talking about if, if it's a startup, right? We're not talking about, you know, if you want to win now or, or all that sort of stuff. We're just talking purely if you're in a vacuum, you're a startup, you're not tanking or anything, you just take your pick of RVs. Who, who, which order are you going in? So, yeah, yep. we'll take Jonathan Taylor one. JT number one. All right. So now it's going to get a little bit – now I think there'll be a bit more debate. Who should be our consensus RB2? Um, well, I'll let you uh, – I went off with the – I went out in the limb with the RB1 there. With Jonathan Taylor, on a so limb? I'll, 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 I'll take the odds. You can take the evens, mate. I'll, I'll let no, we're not meant to just we, – we, we're meant to, <laughs> you know, it's not about um, – I pick one, you pick one. This is about, 
know, yeah, no, no, you, you, you show your cards first and I'll, I'll tell you why you're wrong. That's, that's oh. And so in, so in this startup we do in this Superflex startup, it's is it PPR or it's points per first down. It's a pretty standard startup, really, a couple of little tweaks. But I think uh, JT was the first early. He went ahead of Patrick Mahomes, I think, to be good. No, he went behind. He went behind Mahomes. He definitely went behind Mahomes. Yeah. Um, he went behind the big Nar- three quarterbacks. Naji went. Naji went next, but he's not my he's not my RB2. He's not mine either. Who have you got, Benny? I'm, I'm debating between DeAndre Swift and Javante Williams. Um, I've got Swift just ahead of him, in in my opinion. I think um, I think he's a bit younger than, than Najee, even though he came in the league later. Um, I think I think you said too that, that you know, that's a clear win for him in the draft. Um, and I, I like his receiving upside. I like that the O-line there that they're building. Um and I like he's, almost, out. he's almost a year um, younger than Najee, but Javante is more than a year younger than him. There's, there's not much between them, right? I, I think if Melvin Gordon hadn't have come back, he did come back, didn't he? He did come back, yep. How good's my whiskey? I wasn't sure if it was, it was really good whiskey or something, but yeah, no, he did, he did come back. Um, so maybe, maybe that's something good for Javante, right? It's not a, They're not drafting another young, up-and-coming Back or four like the Patriots did. It's just old Melvin Gordon, um, who's still pretty good, but you, you know it's, he's he's a little bit old. Um, still got that receiving upside, Gordon hasn't he? So maybe that's why you don't really have that with Swifty. Who's he got? Jamal Williams is he still the RB two? I don't even know who it is. Yeah, um, Jamal Williams is still there. I mean, you took yeah. Swift over Javante I, uh, in in Street Fighter. You, you, you took him at three point oh three. DeAndre Swift, then I took Javante at 3.06. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's Swift. Just yeah. not, not by a massive amount, but, yeah, I, I was pretty happy to go Swift there. Like I said, I think his, his upside is still pretty high. Um, that O-line is pretty good. Um, and he's produced when he's healthy. He's, he's produced where Javante is sort of just – we're just waiting for him to – like he's looked great, right? But he just hasn't – He was still like RB12 last year. No, he wasn't terrible. Right, he wasn't terrible, but we're just waiting for him to take over, which he probably will. It's not not like he's my RB nineteen or something. He's still up there, but I got Swift just ahead of him. Just ahead. We locking that in? I, mean, I, I think there's a, a bit more talk about. I mean, I, I understand we're concerned about Melvin Gordon, but Jamal Williams had 150 over 150 touches last year, and and he's not going anywhere either. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess you know, just he's I, just got that bit more of a name, I, hasn't he, Melvin Gordon, that that was there, yeah, and probably good. probably like if if they just had to sign him back to back, it would be nothing, right? But I think the fact that everyone thought that Gordon was gone, and the hype was so much, like everyone was just Javante, 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 rightly so. And then when Gordon came back, I think that just let the air out of ties just a little bit, right? We're all we're all sort of embedded in the, the Twitter hype on fantasy. And so maybe that is sort of why he's come back a little bit. To, I'll, to I'll give you, I'll, look, to me, the, I'll, I'll give you Swift because of the offensive line. I think Detroit have a, a stellar offensive line. Or the Broncos just, their offensive line's good, but it's not to the, it doesn't have the potential of Detroit. Um, and, and with the, the, the weapons that they added this year, uh, in Jamison Williams, DJ Shark, it might make might might give Swift a bit more room to run. Is that is that yeah. fair? 
Well, I think that's fair. He just needs a bit, bit of health. If he can stay healthy, um, for me, he's clear, not by a ton, but I think he's the clear RB2. Do you think there's any way possible this time next year that he could be the RB1? Do you think that's in his range of outcomes? He, he could, not in terms of point score or anything, but just in terms of dynasty value. Dynasty RB1? You think he could take over Taylor? I can't. Yeah. I can't see it, but um, unlikely for mine. But I, I think if someone wants to overtake Taylor, it's because Javante or Brees have a big year. I, don't, I, mean, yeah, I think. I think Javante could. I think Javante could. Swift. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think my, my thoughts are that I mean, going into next year, he'll he'll be twenty four, which I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's going to be. <laughs> it kind of feels dumb saying it, but. Uh, I mean, it's, he'll be it's true. Got it. Right. And and going into his, he'll be going into his fourth season, right? And, and he'll almost be due for that second contract. And, and yeah. we, 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 I think the fact that he'll, he'll be over 24 years old, turn, you know, turning 20, turning 25 in the 2024 calendar year, I think that might keep him away from being the RB1. Uh, he'd have to have like a huge C-Mac type of season, I think. All right, 2019 C-Mac to be the RB1. Yeah, I, I think that's fine. It could happen. I, I can't see that. I don't know how you would. I think you'd be smart to bet against it. Um, but, but, Taylor would need to. But isn't the fact that you don't think he could be the RB1 maybe further validation that somebody else should be the RB2? Yeah. Look, yeah, as I said it, no, no. Look, as I said it, I was thinking that the exact same. Great minds think alike, Benny. I was thinking that, but um, I just think it shows Javon's upside, right? Um, that he's just got maybe because he's a little bit younger, not as long in the, the league. I think Swiss got that extra year on him, right? Um, I think that's what Javonte has over Swift, um, and we are all a bit ageist in Dynasty. Um, so yeah, I you know I think it'll be a lot tougher for Swift to. I would take JT, whereas Javante could. Um, could, I don't think he will, but he could overtake JT. And just on that um, that second contract, right, JT was the second round, beginning of the second round they took him, right? So he doesn't have that fifth-year option. No, actually, Swift doesn't yeah. either, does he? No, no that's yeah. yeah, so they're, they're both going to be, like JT, like you say, he's coming up for that contract, so it's not like they can just sign him for that fifth year. He'll be getting his second contract, which, look, I don't really pay any attention to, but a lot of dynasty, smart dynasty blokes do, right? They as soon as they run that second year contract, they, they try and move them. You you lose out a bit of point scoring there. But um that that you gotta factor that into his his you know outlook and his costs. So I think it's swift yeah. for me. Uh yeah, Swift uh, I'm happy to, to to give you that one and put Swift at R B two. All right. Lock it in Eddie. <laughs> Do you think there's any debate between the RB3 for our dynasty rankings? Look, for Maybe, ours, I've, I think we're probably on the same page here. I think a lot of people would argue, but... I mean, you, I, I, I can see people making a case for Bruce Hall, but I, I would still want Javante Williams because I've seen him do it. Uh, I think the situation in Denver with the quarterback is a lot better uh, than the Jets. I, I can't see a scenario where Brees Hall is getting carries to put teams away in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think they can't just stay in the box and just defend um, 
Tiwantetu, right? There's so many weapons there that they've got to Albedo, Sutton, Judy, um, Patrick, Russell Wilson running, right? Better organization, pretty, pretty savvy organization, I think, Denver. Um, and he's done it already. That count, that's got to count for something, right? Like, I, I love Reese Hall. I think I sort of overpaid for him in one of our um, leagues, but um, it's still, we just don't know. We just don't know what, you know, how he's going to play. I think Matt Warman had a good point where he was saying that it's just to this day, it's been so easy for Brees Hall. He just doesn't know whether he's, you know, if he's got it in him to work hard enough. That'll be the only question. Didn't say he couldn't, but he just said some of these guys that are ultra talented when they come up to a, a bit more of a level playing field where everyone's ultra talented and they've got to put that extra work in and push a bit harder. Some guys just can't do it because they've never had to do it. They've just relied on their, their you know, unbelievable abilities and skill and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think Matt wouldn't say that either. But just, just you got to factor into it, right? So you just don't know. Just don't know what's going to happen. How, where's Michael Carter going to play? He looked pretty good too. That is that. I think Bruce Hall takes the job, but that's just in in your mind too, right? Another young running back. Where Javante, it's just an older running back. There, he's has produced. He's looked great. I think he had one of the most tackle busts in the league. Um, so you can tell yourself that story. I think a, a little bit more than you can tell it for Bruce Hall. Um, so yeah, I think for me, Javante's RB three. Yep, I, 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 I would have put him in RB two, but I'm, I was happy to give you Swift to RB two. So, yeah, Shavante RB three. Uh, C Max not in consideration yet. No, look, not for me. Um, especially in a startup, you know. I think, um, yeah, possibly he could be the RB one, right? If he stays healthy, he could finish on points the RB one. But at that age, twenty five now. Um, I, I don't think his value can really go up. Really, I think in in our IDP setup, what he, was he the second overall? I think he might have been the second taken. He was the fourth RB taken. Fourth. So Najee and Eckler went before him, and he went ahead of Swift and Javante. So, yep. like I said, he, he, every chance he outscores them, right? But in terms of value, um, I think it's not going to be a great deal if he outscores them. It's not. It's not going to be like a massive amount each each game. Probably a nominal nominal amount. Um, I think Carolina probably just take the reins off a little bit, just because he has been had a couple of injuries, right? So I think they're probably smart just to ease him into it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that just holds his his point screen down a little bit. And so, then so, the age. Yeah. So, so coming back to the rankings, yeah, are we saying Bruce Hall's our RB four? So Taylor Swift Javante. Yeah, it's probably. Are we? Are we? Are we are, I think we're dismissing Naji. Sorry. Yeah, no. I was, I was going to say. Yeah, that's that's the question. It's it, look. He he's a bit older, but he's the every down back there, right? And they do love to use that every down back. Um, he looked looked great last year. Just the O line was terrible. Um, still produced tons of talent. And who knows? Um, what are you going to look like with the new quarterback? I think that, that that's a real consideration for me. I don't think he's going to get as many of those check down passes that he got when um, Roethlisberger was there. Could you put Could you put Hall ahead of him? I I I would draft Hall ahead of Najee. It's close. It's close. Um, we just seen it. I guess we just seen it with Najee. That's that's the only thing, right? He's, yeah. he's a couple of years older. What is he? Three years older. Three. I mean, it's three full years. It's it's massive. four years. Four, three, almost four. 
So Brees Hall's 20, Najee's 24, but yeah, it's probably three and a bit years, right? So um, Brees Hall will be 21 when the season starts, I think. So that's, that's a big jump in yeah, running back he, landscape. He, he, he'll, he'll be 21 at the end of this month. So it's, and and, and Najee turned 24 in March. So it's it's three, four years. Yeah, I don't know. He, he sort of carved it up a bit though, didn't he? Najee, I think like you say though, it was just those those dump offs that he's probably not going to get. Yeah. Um, Pickett might play it safe a bit, but yeah, 23, 24, 26, 22 attempts, 26 attempts, 20 attempts, 28 attempts. Um, <clears throat> so Bruce, Bruce Halls, are we saying Bruce Halls our RB4 ahead of Najee? I, I would be happy to, to put him at RB4 ahead of Najee. I, I would do that. If you're happy, I'm happy. I'm happy. Look, he's Bruce clear Hall. RB1, right? He's, he's clear RB1 in these rookie drafts. There's... I haven't seen anyone else, not even the RB1, he's the clear one, right? I haven't seen any draft anywhere, probably exists, but I haven't seen it, where he's not the first taken. So that's another feather in his cap, I think. So. Yep. Yep, agree. So we're going to say Bruce Hall is our RB4 consensus dad rankings. All right. All right. And so now, are we sliding in Najee at RB5 or is C-Mac in consideration at RB5? I think C-Mac's in consideration, um, but I, I want to say it's Najee just because of the injuries to C-Mac. Um, yeah. And he, is, he I, is a bit older, right? I concur. So that's a nice, easy one. Sliding in Najee Harris, the dad tensus RB5. Love it. Right. And now, you know, I, I think the, the debate would be, you know, Saquon versus C-Mac versus Eckler versus Mixon, Derek Henry, Cook. Now, now it's really, you know, pick your poison, right? Um, Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins is, is there. He's a young, young 23.3. I mean, who, I mean some people... Might be pushing up Kenneth Walker. Just do 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 his age. Yeah, could be could be Kenneth Walker, right? If he if he catches a few more balls, um, didn't catch that many in college, but doesn't mean he can't in the NFL, right? Nope, not at all. I think they'll probably build around him. I think Carson's gone. I think Penny's there, but I can't see him resigning him. So yeah, look, it it, it could be Walker, but I think we're getting we're probably, we're, probably, yeah. we're probably getting a bit ahead of ourselves there, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think. Um, I mean, there's a couple of couple it, of good players that you got to have in front of him. If I earned the 102 with my fantasy football team, I, I probably wouldn't trade the 102. I don't know if I'd trade the 102 for for C Mac or Saquon, right? I, I'd probably still want Kenneth Walker if I earned the 102. If I was going to take a run, you know, running back, but from a startup perspective, I still think that that I would be taking Mac C Mac and Saquon over Kenneth Walker. I'd definitely be taking C Mac over him. Saquon, I, I don't know. It'd be it'd be closer with Saquon. But I think I think I'd take C Mac over him just because he's got that receiving upside. Um he has looked a little bit better than, than Barkley. And I think they've, you know, probably got a better O line, I wanna say, than the Giants. How about Mixon? He's not in consideration after finishing his R B two last year. Yeah, look, I, I think so. I think it's it's not before time, right? I mean, waiting, waiting, waiting for it, waiting, waiting, and finally he delivered. Um, so you could have you could have Mixon there. 
I, I, I think I think McCaffrey is the call. I think I think he's got probably got the most upside, right? If if he's healthy, um, and if he gets back to that, uh, you know, every down back receiving role, and his injuries are not they're not you know knee related or ACL related or anything like that. Um, soft tissue injuries we're talking about, right? Uh, I think yep. they're all that. Um, so hopefully he can have a good stretch, have a bit of a massage and, and a bit of deep heat and I'm available if you need some. He probably can afford my rates. Um, but yeah, look, you know, hopefully he, he has a couple of years where he's, um, he's injury-free and as much as we say it, it's it's old for running back, right? He's still going to be around for a good, good few years and it's just that whether he can stay on the field because when he's on there, he's going to he's gonna produce points, right? He's going to get 10 touches. He's going to get the receiving touches. Maybe he's not the level that he's had the last few years, but um, he's gonna score. Yeah, I think just just for that fact, you, you got to start him in there, and then maybe you can you can flip him too. You know, after a few good runs, you, you can you can flip him to a hungry team where maybe they've they've drafted a Walker and and Walker's not starting, not looking so good. You could possibly flip him and get something back as well. You know, maybe you get McCaffrey for a Walker in a twenty three second or something, or you know, McCaffrey for in a twenty three first for. Walker in a second or the other way around, basically. But yeah, that, that might be a move you could make too, right? Yeah, you could definitely make that move. Yep. All right, so we're going to slot in Christian McCaffrey as our RB6. Um, who, who, now I think we're going to really see some differences in opinion here. Uh, RB7, who, who, who do you think we should be putting in at the RB7 slot? So we've got a pick of um, Dalvin Cook. Kamara, Eckler, Saquon, um, or for mine, I want to say it's Joe Mixon for me. Um, you put Mixon, Chubb, Derek Henry, Davin Cook, Kamara, Dobbins. I mean, it really is pick your. Could, yeah, yeah, could, could put Dobbins as well. I think I think I'd probably put Mixon, um, just because there's so many weapons there, right? They can't just sit there and protect, you know, sit there and stack the box against him. He can do it all. Um, still pretty young, even though he's been around forever. A high-scoring offense, so he's going to get those goal line touches. Um, the defense was okay, but I think there'll just be some high-scoring games that he'll be involved in. And he he did it last year, right? Like he finally produced, like we thought he, he could have. Um, he he was the RB two, yeah. but in comparison to other RB two seasons, it was a, it was a lower scoring RB two season. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch. There's a bunch in the same sort of tier, isn't there? Really, like it's, it's they pick your poison. It's it's just yeah, sort of who who you want to go against. Um, but he was pretty much healthy the whole year, and there's not much competition, really. Yeah, but I mean, he's there. only put it, he he's only put it together for that one year. He finally did, right? Like I said, we, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for him, but he's done it, right? So that's it's got to give you something that you know. What have you done for me lately? Well, he, he's done it. Um, with some of the others we're talking about, there's been a few injuries, you know, changes at head coaches, got a bit of off-field issues, Kamara, you know, is he going to get suspended? Is he not? Um, bit of age. So okay. for me, for me, it, it, it'd be Mixon. Mixon is, like, to me, it's between Mixon and Saquon, and it's kind of like a, a floor-ceiling argument, right? It feels like Mixon's um, floor is is hot is safer than Saquon's floor, which could be I get hurt again and do sweet FA. And I think another thing that we're probably not 
um, maybe factoring in enough is everybody's talking about, you know, Joe Burrow and, and the offensive line and how the offensive line needs to improve to help Joe Burrow. But uh, the improved offensive line should, should also help Joe Mixon. And they have made some big upgrades on that line, on that O-line. Yeah. I think it's, for me, uh, it's not close between Mixon and Saquon. Not massively okay. close anyway. It's, it's, Look, uh, it's close think, for me and it's not close for you. So we'll make Joe Mixon RB7. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right. Dad, RB7, Joe Mixon. All right. Now, RB8. It sounds like Saquon's still not going to be there for you. You just yeah, no, sell, sell sell Saquon for Jimmy. Look, RB one overall is still in his range of outcomes. He was still putting up points, right? When he was playing last year, before he got seriously hurt, and the the Giants have improved their offensive line. Top of the Judge. morning, you know. <laughs> Top of the morning. I, I like a vino in the morning, you know. A vino in the morning. <laughs> It's actually 10 p.m. at night here, but one to you, for you, Mr. Dynasty Diamonds himself. Um, yeah, look, I, I think uh, his, his talent is. His like, talent I can is, see him putting. Yeah. I, I can see him putting together a 25, 26, 27, like a three-year stretch of just balling out. Three-year stretch, bathroom <laughs> bet. So I, I think. Bet. I think uh, well, I think Joey's uh, looking. Joe knows is is looking pretty happy with that outcome. I think one one thing that can be underrated is the other Joe, Joe Judge, mm-hmm. is gone, right? That was just a horrible mess. That was that just did not work at all, right? Like yeah, infighting, all sorts of things, people brawling. Great, great special teams coach. Um, you know, got Bill Belichick to, to keep him on the short leash. Uh, head coach just just didn't work, did it? Um no, so no. maybe maybe the organization gets a little bit more together there too. He's not really injury prone, Barkley. I, I want to say you know that he's not. He's just had a couple of separate Dodgy, um, he stepped on someone's leg or foot or something, and his ankle swelled up like a grapefruit. That side was never really going to do much, so it, it is what it is. But it's kept him fresh, right? 200 carries, 200 carries, and then 19, 160 carries last year. Um, the only thing you know, I want to say, and maybe that's just because he's coming off injuries, but when whoever was the RB2 there that he's back up, I can't think of his name now. Um, but you couldn't tell the difference. You know, he just it looked like he just lost a bit of his burst. There's a couple of big runs there, and, and I think I had Barkley somewhere, and I was cheering, and then I realised that it wasn't Barkley. Uh, so every chance he dusts that off, and maybe that's just him coming back from a couple of back-to-back injuries. He's got a lot to lose, though. He's got a lot of physical ability, you know, because he's a freak. Um, yeah, look, he, he he really is. He really is. Like, he's, he's a one of a kind, you know, generational athletic freak up there with um the other uh the bonos not joe knows bonos bo jackson i think he's that level athlete all right um i don't know if he's a multi-sport athlete like, like jackson but that's the type of physicality he had and that's why he was taken so early right yeah he, i out, think he's out of, out of the top 10 though then come on then you're hurting al look that 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 is about where his adp is though i think um i think Calculators got him at fourteen overall, um, just because Jesus. that youth that youth movement's coming up. You know, Brees Hall's ahead of him, obviously. Mixon's ahead of him. Walker, they've got ahead of him. Um, so yeah, uh, look, 
it's just those back-to-back injuries, right? Those two years of injuries for an older running back, 25 already. Look, we, we saw Mixon took years to put it together. Dalvin Cook took a few years to put it together. Um, I mean, Saquon's already had one huge year. Uh, is for guys like us, you know, we, we, we can be pretty it, – it's fair to say we're pretty youth-focused in the startup, right? Is that is that fair or unfair? It's fair. It is fair. Kenneth Walker in consideration for us yet? Or J.K. Dobbins or any of that tier? I think I'd be close to, to hitting Dobbins. It'd be close. Travis ATN. ATN would be close. Um, but, you know, both injury running backs and the injury is a bit more serious, but the younger. So Barkley is 26 next year. Has a comeback season, you know, finishes as the RB3. He just turned 25. This will be his age 25 season. Yeah. So 26, 26 next year. Has an RB3 season. Is he still an RB1 in next year's startup? If he's the RB3 overall. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably, so. probably finishes, is. Probably if he is. finishes as RB3 overall, that means he's probably stayed healthy, right? Let's, let's say that. Let's say he stays healthy, plays out whole year. Well, no major injuries. If it's not Saquon, who is it for you? No, like I said, you know, you'd have in consideration Dobbins or or Walker. I think uh, I don't think you can say Chubb just because of Hunt. There is another year older. Eckler's two years older. Eckler's twenty-six year older. I, I think let's, let's, I'll, I'll give you Barkley. We'll put a little uh, asterisk next to his name that he's he's. We'll give him the captain's vote. Uh, um, I think Bull. Bull likes Barkley too. So currently he's not in the top 10 RBs, right? Uh, um, but there's a lot of... No, he's in, in, in the May DLF ADP, he's RB6. Is he? Jeez, yep. May, May DTC, he's ranked 14th. But who cares? We're talking about, we're talking about DVD, right? So let's let's lock him in. Let's lock him in at is it seven. No, consensus, eight. 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 Yep. We've got four in. more to go. Consensus, eight. Um, all right, so who are we going RB9? Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of these older running backs. I think um, Eckler's got to be sort of talked about. Is, is, is it a bunch, though? I mean, we could tweet. These are our consensus rankings. We could put anyone we want in there. I could put Tony Pollard in there. Let's put Damien Harris could, in there. But, <laughs> yeah. Naheem Hines. Tyrion Davis-Price. But... um. It, it, it's hard for me to say. I mean, Eckler had such a huge year, but 26, yeah. he's going to be 27 this year. Makes me nervous. 27 this year, so he's 28 next year, right? But he just turned 27. Yeah. He just turned 27. So he's but, Derek uh, Henry's age next year. He's Derek Henry's age next year, right? Like, Yeah, but he's not built like is... Derek Henry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, look, I, I think we, we can't. As good as he's going to be, I can't put him at RP nine. I, I I think he'll return that kind of points, but dynasty. I think I'm going to go with a younger player. I mean, I I would be tempted to go looking at the rankings. I mean, for Cam Akers is RB eight. Uh, sorry, RB sixteen in the Superflex ADP. But if I look at DLF consensus rankings, he's RB eight, which is way too high for me. After he 18? averaged, is that eighteen? RB eight. You're, cl- you're close to eighteen for mine. You can't be. Yeah. 
after averaging two yards per carry in the playoffs. Um, and fumbling, losing the, the playoff game for them against the Bucks. Um, yeah, look, I, I think Eckler, right? There's no way Eckler could be worth more next year, right? That's got a factor into it. If we're talking about startup, we're talking about value. Even if he's has a massive year, which every chance he will, his, his value is going to go down, right? He can't go up at that age. I, I think to me, um, being as age biased as, as you and I are, um, this, this is where I start thinking about um, ATN Dobbins Walker. Yeah, I think, and, I think that's a, the, the bunch for me. It'll be one of those yep. three. I, 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 and I, I, I really like Travis Etienne's pass catching upside. Well, yeah, look, I think I think coming out, it was it was him or Swift, right? It was Etienne or Swift. It was a lot of debate over who was there. Well, was but they didn't come out the same year, remember? I, oh, well, they were, they were, yeah, sorry, but they were, they were going to come out, right? They were going to come out the same year in an Etienne could have been RB one yeah. in that year. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the debate coming out. I think um, a lot of people thought about them too. Who was going to, you know, which one was going to be the one? Uh, but he stayed in, but. Yeah, I, I like his upside too. I've got a couple of shares of him. He's going with his high school quarterback. Um, terrible injury, but it's, it's kept the, the carries off him a bit low. I don't really have any massive concerns about that sort of injury, Not you know, like people did about care makers. Um, I do like his speed and his, his receiving upside as well. Um, you know what? I, I'd be willing to swap him with Barkley. You'd be willing to, willing to swap him with Barkley? Yeah. You've talked me into it. Make him RB eight, make Saquon RB nine. Let's let's push him to eight. Well, if we're, if we're pushing him to eight, what, how far from Etienne is Dobbins? Like for me, coming out, I think Dobbins. I had him ahead of JT. I think he's, he's I, everything that Etienne could do. I think I think Dobbins right there. He's in an offense that's kind of just they're just going to run right. That's just just then I guess his quarterback's going to run as well. Yeah, but carries aren't worth as much as receptions, and and they are going to run. Yeah. But they, um, you know, Gus Edwards has come back too. They just signed Mike Davis. I'd be concerned about how much volume is Dobbins going to get. That w- that would be my concern. Though I love Dobbins too. Like, well, I, I, I would. I was going to yeah. say let's let's put let's put easy, we'll push Etienne up, push Barkley down. The only question is, do we put is it Barkley or Dobbins at, at the nine? Are we nine now? Look, I, I think. Where did Dobbins go? Well, it's funny. I, I took Saquon at four point oh nine in in the in, in our new startup, and then you took Dobbins at four point one two, right? And I actually took ATN at five point oh six, but that's because I knew ATN would be there. I thought ATN would still be there, and that, that that's why I took um, Saquon over ATN. But in a vacuum, I definitely want Saquon. If you want to move Dobbins past Saquon, you're saying he's your RB nine. I I would, I I don't think I would trade Dobbins for Saquon, in straight up in a vacuum. As a contender, I don't think I would do it. If you're not a contender, just talking value, you're always doing value in a startup. No, no. I guess, I, I, I guess people are people are fading Barkley for his injuries, right? So maybe that's you got to have that same rule for Dobbins. So maybe that's where you can you can sell having. Barkley ahead of him. Yeah, look, 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 look let's keep Saquon at nine. Oh, we're yeah, so ageist, aren't we? We're so we're so ageist. It's just his age that we're fading. Him. But the 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 pass catching upside with Saquon is just so huge, and it's just not there for Dobbins. Whereas it is there potentially for ATN, which is why 
I'm willing to, to, to put him ahead of Barkley. But without that pass catching upside, I don't think I, I trade I, – I don't think I can put Dobbins ahead of Barkley. But if I had one, I, I wouldn't trade – like if I had Barkley, I wouldn't trade him for Dobbins straight up. And if I had Dobbins, I wouldn't trade him for Barkley straight up. You I just keep my side. You want something either way, I guess, unless yeah, you're yeah. – Unless one one's a you know if you if you rebuild maybe you take the younger guy right. Um, okay, so does does that mean that we're willing to lock in Dobbins right now as our RB ten and not consider anyone else? I think so. I think the only one you could consider might be Kenneth Walker, um, just because he he's got that youth. They're going to run it a lot. Um, so that's that's the only question for me. Is it is it Walker and Dobbins at ten? <laughs> that's tough, right? Twenty one versus twenty three. No injuries for Walker. Yeah, no injuries, but you know they could do it. He could do it. It's our, they're NFL players. He could do an ACL tomorrow. He could. He could do that. Could, that could be for anyone, right? But as we talking though, he hasn't had any, and they're gonna run it same as same as uh, Baltimore too, right? Pete yeah. Carroll is gonna run that run that ball. But now Russell Wilson is probably gonna run it more. So it's tough. It's tough. You think you think Walker's part of a committee? I don't really think so. Well, I mean, Dobbins was is so, a bit, probably a bit more of a Dobbins is definitely part of a committee, right? One hundred percent. Kenneth Walker, we don't know. I think Chris Carson, but as I heard on Dynasty Down Under, or, um, Down Under Dynasty, I should say, too much scotch. Um, <laughs> as I heard, he's second. I heard somewhere else, and I, I spouted out months ago. Uh, I think it was Pro Football Clip. We're just saying, just saying, Pro Football Doc was saying that Carson. Had a, a serious neck injury, probably might not come back. So he, he might he might turn around and it might might come back, and that could throw a spare in the works. But from mine, it looks like he's probably done. Um, hope he's not for his sake, but looks like he might be done. So it's just Walker and Penny. And like I said, I, I don't think they're assigned Walker next year. I think this, this is his one. You mean, year for, you mean Penny? You don't think they're assigned sorry, Penny? Penny. Sorry, Penny. Yeah, I think well, Penny, this is his last year, right? So did look good last year towards the end of the year, but. I, I, I'm willing to say, like, I love Dobbin's talent. I think he's a special talent. But I think he's going to be in a committee year after year. Yeah, I think, I think you're whereas, right. Whereas Kenneth Murray, uh, Kenneth Murray, Kenneth Walker, sorry. Um, it's late. Might, it's late, guys, here. Might be in a committee this year, but then he's going to have it all to himself. Um, Seattle are going to have multiple picks next year to put, add talent around him. They drafted a, a, a good left tackle in Charles Cross. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I. I think Kenneth Walker. He's traditionally built his teams around that running back, hadn't he? Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll. No Pete Carroll just loves the run. Mate, Nino, we love Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb might be my favorite running back just as far as running the ball. Right. But I'm just talking fantasy points here, man. I'm just and uh, he 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 shares with with Hunt. Hunt gets all the pass catching work at the moment. And you know to 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 have to be a, a top you know six RB that ceiling's just not there. Like Chubb is stuck in that kind of low end RB one, high end RB two, just because he's just not going to catch enough passes. I think he's he's probably one of the best runners of the ball, right? Yeah, just out and out running, he's great. But with Hunt there, you got the young back to Dearness Johnson, who, who looked pretty good too. Um, you know he's 28 in December, so next year 29. Turn, turns 29 next year. Who, who turns 29? Uh, Chubb. Chubb's, 
Chubb's only 26. No, sorry, 27. He's 27 at the end of this year, so 28. Actually, he's born on December 27, I was looking at. It's Chubb. So, yeah, look, you've got to factor that, that age into it. Again, we are all ages, uh, even more so with running backs. Um, and, and, again, it's the case of we're, we're talking value as well. Not We're not just talking about who would you rather. We're talking about that, that value, and there's not really a way that Chubb can go up in value, right? Um, I don't think so, just because we factor yeah. in that age there. If Hunt yeah, does go, there's every chance they bring someone in anyway to replace him. So, I mean, we're in a startup, we're drafting, and that those first several rounds, we really want we we want to be drafting the guys who 12 months from now are going to have the highest value. And if you think of it from that point of view, I think I would put Kenneth Murray here. Sorry, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. <laughs> you got the IDPs on your mind. Yeah, let's let's lock in Kenneth Walker. Does that mean we're putting Dobbins at RB11? I think so. I think he's still one of the youngest, younger backs there. Antonio Gibson, you can't really bump him up just based on age and whatnot. Uh, no one else I really like out of these rookies that could be in well, that. Gibson's only so. 23.8, but I mean, he's only going to be 24, but the Brian Robinson thing worries me, as I mentioned on the last pod. On the last pod. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And then McKissick coming back as well, right? Um, All right, so let's yeah. lock in Dobbins at RB11. One spot left, Benny. Some big One names. Spot left, man. Left oh, out. It, it's tough, man. No Chubb, no, no Kamara. Have we, have we locked in Eckler yet? No Eckler? No, we haven't locked in Eckler. Dalvin Cook? I haven't locked in Dalvin. This is hard. Can we just say they're all these guys at 12? Just have a top I, 11 and then... We can't have 12, 12. A, 12 A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It'd be a bit easier if we could. Oh, it's the coach. Morning coach. I don't even know where to find Fosters. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Fosters is not my jam. My drink's almost it's finished. Even, it's not even Australian anymore, is it? It's not made in Australia. It's made somewhere else. So. Oh, I can't tell you. So I don't drink yeah. it. It's not my jam. Not my thing. Not your jam. Been drinking the Amaretti's, Italian beers. They're not bad. The Amaretti's, yeah, little bits. Aren't you posh? Well, I mean, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. I mean, oh, this is where it gets interesting, doesn't it? Derek Henry, yeah, can't be Henry. <laughs> you know, he knows. He knows. He's the honorary Australian. Hey, coach, he's, this is what I think of Foster's. All right, yeah, Foster's. Um, it's all it's all yeah. Bull's fault. If he was on here, he could have a little rant about why we're wrong, and he'd sell us number twelve pretty, and we'd wrap it up, and we'd, we'd be in bed by now. He's just not. He's just selfish. I don't think of my bedtime, my beauty sleep. Look at my hair. I need my beauty sleep. You're pretty enough, mate. You're pretty enough. Thanks, Benny. <sighs> Look, I I, I kind of like. The idea of putting, I, I think, Chubb there. Just because to me, like, even though the, the high end upside isn't there, um, the way he runs the ball and his ability as a runner, he kind of, he reminds me kind of of Adrian Peterson, where I, I think he'll, he'll still be just a, a good runner all the way up till he's 30 years old. I think there's no, like young running backs where you can pop ahead of him. The, the guys in that range we're sort of talking about are, are all that age or, or older. 
Um, they still could trade Hunt. Who knows what they do there? Um, they've just signed Deshaun to a massive contract, right? So I don't know what Hunt's contract is, but maybe that comes into consideration too. They're, they're, they don't really hear him. It's just, just luxury for him when they've got that James yeah. Johnson there. Look pretty good. So maybe that's in Chubb's range of outcomes that he does get a few more carries. And be interesting to see what happens with, with Deshaun Watson there too, how that impacts him as well. I mean, life should be easier for him, right? To, to me, it's out of Chubb and Eckler, and I just have concerns about Eckler's size and how he'll hold up. Whereas I, I honestly think that Chubb is going to um, pound out a, another three low-end RB1, high-end RB2 seasons, and I'll, I'll take that all day. And then there's always the potential that if they do get rid of Hunt, which could happen, um, with this Eckler, or, sorry, with this Watson contract, they're going to be up against the cap. So, and, you know, RB is always a great place to find money. You can get a, a competent RB for next to nothing off the off the off the waiver wire or draft a late round rookie. Um, they got a young, they got a young one there too, right? That Chuck, Chuck could put together a couple of massive seasons. Though we 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 have just talked about how currently he's capped. Um, I, yeah, I think I, it'll make I think it'll make Nino happy too. If we respect. We got to make Nino happy. That's what you know. Hunt will be yeah. released or tradable at the start of the season. Chubb has, has Watson now, which you know we were talking about. As homage to Nino, we're going to make Chubb our RB12. You happy to do that, Hatton? Lock it in it's for Nino. Nick Chubb, locked in for Nino. Some big names, Benny. That was a big round of applause. Must, must have been a good episode. Some big names there that um, didn't make the cut. No Dalvin, no Eckler. No Kamara, no Henry. No surprise there. Lots of big names. But, I mean, if it just shows, right, I mean, running backs give you a really high floor in fantasy football on a weekly points basis if they stay healthy. And wide receivers so deep that if you wanted to build around running backs to start your team, you could do that right now and, and potentially have a, a really good team. I mean, there's still so much value Um Good, good players who, you know, are high. Alvin Kamara, RB1 is in his range of outcomes still. Ezekiel Elliott, RB1 is in his range of outcomes. Right? He fell so much in this startup, didn't he? he uh, I'll try and bring it up, but he just is. Um, Aaron Jones could have a huge year. You know, even my, David Montgomery could have a huge year. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, RB1 is in his range of outcomes. Stays healthy, it is. Um, I, I think James, James Cook, coach, RB26 is in his range of outcomes. <laughs> I think there's a bunch of guys right here at that um, at that 12 spot that could, we could pick, but I'm pretty happy with, with Chubb. But none of them really could increase in value, I, I, I don't think. So um, whoever missed out, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're going to watch this, you know, Antonio Gibson is going to watch this podcast and he's going to feel slighted. Slighted. Barkley's going to love it. Barkley and Joe are going to be happy as. Hey, man. Why? why, why don't, don't, don't take a shot at my guy Saquon. <laughs> this is the year. Uh, he's going to... It's no, going I'm to, saying he's going to love it. He's going to love it. We're, we're pumping him up. We're putting him higher than consensus, right? So. Saquon. 1, 2, 9, 10 is Kenneth Walker. 17, 18, 19... 20, 21, 22, 20, RB23 is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And this startup, which, you know, 
I, I just find that hard to believe. It's a guy who finishes RB1 overall, right? Yeah. He's got that. That could happen. And for these running backs, you, you have to factor in this immediate season as a big portion of their value. Definitely. He, he was an RB1 last year, right? Even though everyone was hating on him and Pollard's taking his job and the likes of it. Um, Cowboys weren't as high-scoring offense as everyone thought they were. He still finished as an, an RB1, um, which a lot of these players ahead of him didn't, you know. CMC didn't. Parker did. um, so I'm not, I'm not saying he should be in the top 12 or anything, but that's some serious value that you can get there. And he went here in the sixth round, end of the sixth round, almost the seventh in IDP, but still some good value there. So let, let's let's read back our top 12, our dud consensus top 12. RB1, Jonathan Taylor. RB2, DeAndre Swift. RB3, Javante Williams. RB4, Bruce Hall. RB5, Najee Harris. RB6, Christian McCaffrey. RB7, Joe Mixon. RB8, Travis Etienne. RB9, Saquon Barkley. RB10, Kenneth Walker. RB11, J.K. Dobbins. And RB12, Nick Chubb. And just in case people are wondering, all right, I mean, Tier 1, JT is by himself. I'd have a Tier 2 of Swift, Williams, Hall, Harris. Um, and then I'd have a Tier 3 of McCaffrey and Mixon. And then Tier 4 is AT and downwards. Yeah, look, I think so. And even that that after 11, I think that the next tier is sort of, you know, much, much of a must just really is – um. Is Tra- are we adopting Travis Etienne as the down the dynasty mascot? Then I think I think that's the highest I've seen him anywhere. Um, I've always liked him. Um, I think I had him slightly ahead of Swift coming out, even though that he stayed in. But was was him or Swift was the, was the question? It, it feels like he's the guy that we're most consensus of that is outside of consensus for other people. Is that fair? I think so. I think so. All right. So Travis Etienne. Official running back of the duds. Official. Love it. The duds. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, look, that, that was the, our, the dud consensus top 12. Hopefully for the top for the top 12, for our next top 12, be it quarterback or wide receiver or tight end, our good buddy Mark Bullock can join us. He's got a bit MIA. But is there anything else that you want to let the let the people know about before we sign off? No, I think we covered it well. Looking forward to do wide receivers with, with Bully. Hope he's around to uh, to sell us on on Brian Edwards as a wide receiver one. He's a boy. Brian Edwards, uh, wide receiver one overall. I mean, Drake London could, could be. He loves him. He loves Drake, the man. Drake London's value is dead now. Dead. It's over. Poor Drake London. Just wind you up, Bully. Come Love back you, soon. Bully. Come back soon. All right. Everyone, over and out. Peace. Enjoy your Saturday.